Welcome to the Transformed Maternity and Birth Podcast with me, Trista, your host. I am a mother, a wife, a doula, and women's health advocate. I am here to dive deep with you into pregnancy, birth, postpartum, women's health, and all things around being a mom. I'm passionate about educating women on their options, empowering you to love and know your body and getting to the root of the issues that we tend to put band-aids over. I cannot wait to get started with you. Let's do it. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining me on another episode. Um, Today we're going to interview Rachel. She is an amazing birth artist. Um, She's going to share her story of having to have a C-section with her first when she definitely did not want that at first, um, but it was out of her control due to placenta previa and vasoprevia, um, which we will go over in the show as well. And then we go into how she had an empowering home birth after cesarean, which is such a great story, um, which is super powerful for me too, because that's what I'm planning on having, right? So I was really inspired by her. Um, we go over the mile circuit, which I will link in descriptions, um, like the PDFs on how to do the mile circuit. The mile circuit is really, really fantastic for helping baby, um, get in a good position. If labor is stalling or if labor hasn't started yet, or if labor is kind of on a, in doing a funky pattern or baby's still really high up in the pelvis, this can really, really be, um, helpful. So we go over that and how that helped her. And yeah, just how different her postpartum experience was between her first and her second baby um, because of the birth experience that she had. So I really am excited for you guys to listen to this, and I hope that it inspires you to um, take charge of your own birth experience. If you wouldn't mind, I would love to have you screenshot this right now and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Trista B. Doula. That way we can get the word out and share with more people and they can see the podcast and be able to educate themselves and hopefully be inspired to take charge of their birth experience and their postpartum experience. Um, yeah. And also if you can leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that would really appreciate, I would really appreciate it because it really helps the show, helps people, um, see the podcast and yeah, thank you so much. You guys, I can't wait for you here to hear this episode. Um, let's get to it. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on the podcast. I'm super excited to hear your stories because I feel like they're super unique. And I think that it's going to help a lot of people, especially, you know, C-section mommies and V-back mommies and all of those things. So if you wouldn't mind, would you introduce yourself to everybody? Yep. Um, I'm Rachel Jones. I'm from Idaho. Uh, I have two little kids, uh, almost four-year-old and an eight-month-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an artist. I love to make everything artsy. Yeah, uh, I love all things earthy and nature. It's just my jam. Yeah, and she's super talented. Oh my gosh, I love like the ultrasound like portraits that you do. I think those are beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> those are so cool. Thank you. So if you want to start off, we can go with your first pregnancy, like finding out you were pregnant. How did that go? Um, And then how did your pregnancy go? Uh, When I found out I was pregnant, I was really excited. Yeah. Uh, We had planned um, for this pregnancy. I wasn't surprised or anything. We knew it was coming. 
super excited. Um, I immediately started planning for a hypno birth because that's what I wanted and that's what I'd been reading about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we were excited. Uh, we discovered I had placenta previa. So at the 20-week ultrasound, we found out that I had um, placenta previa and vasa previa, um, which is when the placenta lies over the cervix, and the vasa previa is when the blood vessels are lying over the cervix. Mm. Uh, and it ended up being kind of a, a blessing in disguise. The placenta previa was giving a cushion for those blood vessels so that they didn't fall or get through the cervix or anything like that. So it actually worked out good for, oh my. for us. That is crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, it meant I wouldn't be able to have a vaginal birth, right. but we were safe. Yeah. So that was good. Yeah. How was that finding that out for you? Was that hard? It was pretty hard. I'm one that likes to do things completely natural. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty bummed about that. It took me pretty much the whole rest of the pregnancy to accept that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it happened. <laughs> right, right, right. It happened. And you can't, unfortunately, it's like we can't control that. You can't, like, fix it, you know. You just have yeah. to kind of, like, flow with it and say, okay, this is the new normal for me. This is what's going to happen. Um, how was mm-hmm. the rest of the pregnancy for you and, like, those last, like, how was, you know, getting that C-section scheduled? Like, how was all of that for you? The whole pregnancy was good. It was pretty uneventful. Mm-hmm. Nothing too exciting <laughs> happened or scary or anything like that. Um, let's see, about six weeks. Let's see, I guess that would have been around 34 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, my midwife called. I I had midwife care throughout this whole time, and I was pretty grateful for that. Um, she called, and she had been talking to the OB, and they decided that they should schedule me in two weeks. So it was kind of like all of a sudden, oh, oh wow. okay, my baby's going to be here really soon. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of thought. Um, so in two weeks, I was ready to go in. <laughs> so you were 36 <laughs> weeks like, then? Yep, 36 weeks. Oh, my gosh. Is that because they didn't want you to go into labor? Yeah. Okay. If, uh, if my waters were to break, there was a chance of the placenta or the cords um, – causing a mess and it could be dangerous for me and the baby. Right. So they want that risk at all. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably, you know, nice. <laughs> you don't want to have to risk yeah. that. That's scary. How was that, that day for you? Um, well, I think we got up at like five in the morning to head to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I remember I was pretty chill. I was pretty calm the whole day yeah. before the baby was born. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was after the baby that I kind of, my emotions went all over the place. Mm. Um, but before then, it was pretty good. Um, my midwife was there the whole time. She actually assisted in the, the C-section. Oh, wow. Uh, so I had a familiar face there. That's nice. Yeah. See, they they had to cut, they had to move pretty fast. Yeah. Because they cut through the placenta to get the baby out. Mm. And I remember they pushed on my ribs a ton because the baby was still sitting up so high and they were trying to nut it down. Oh my gosh. He's like, I'm not ready. (laughs) Yeah. They were taking my breath away, pushing on me, trying to get this baby out. Yeah, I bet. But then they got her out and I heard a little squeal Mm -hmm. and then they whisked her away. 
um, with my husband. Okay. And then I did get to see her for about four or five hours Mm. after that. So that was a bummer. Yeah. When I finally did get to see her, though, that was good. It wasn't like the, like, I wasn't bawling my eyes out. Like, someone, like, one would maybe think I was kind of emotionally numb, Yeah, I guess you could. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So her, her birth was a struggle to get over. I That's actually part of why I started making birth art. Oh, wow. It was, it was healing for me, and it helped me get over a lot of stuff with her birth. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. Oh, I'm glad you found something because it's really hard to find something yeah. to allow you to grieve, you know, mm-hmm. the birth that you wanted to have and you didn't end up having it. You had something completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, how was, because she had, did she have to stay in the NICU, I'm guessing? She was, I think the hospital required her to stay in the hospital or the NICU for like six hours. Okay. But she was perfectly fine. She didn't need any transfusions or oxygen or anything like that. It was just a requirement because she was born early. Yeah. Did they have to give you the lung shot, the shot for her lungs? Nope. Oh, that's good. No. Awesome. Yep. Cool. So how, so like breastfeeding and all that, how was that for you? Were you anticipating it being harder because of the C-section or how was that? Um, I didn't read like anything at all about breastfeeding I mm-hmm. wish I had <laughs> yeah um, but it was really hard uh partially because she was born early my body just wasn't ready right to the baby yet okay so my milk didn't actually come in for about two weeks oh my goodness but I just kept at it I was pumping I put her to the breast to help stimulate it um and then it, my milk finally started coming in in about two months, she was exclusively breastfed. Oh, wow. So it was a lot of work. Yeah. It worked, and we breastfed for two years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You put in a lot of work then. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> that's hard to do. Oh, yeah. my gosh. How was I your – yeah, go ahead. I, I think um, the fact that I couldn't really control anything in her birth made me want to control the breastfeeding part mm. of it. Yeah, a little bit. that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> to control one thing in this scenario, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. How was your healing with that, with the scar and all the bleeding? And, um, yeah. no, I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. My husband um, teases me that I have a high pain tolerance and that all I took was a baby aspirin. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't take a whole lot of pain meds because I just, I don't like taking them and I just didn't feel like I needed them. Right. But I just rested a lot. Good. Awesome. Good for you. So, um, how long, so how far apart are your kids then? Uh, about three years. Three years. Okay. So how was that process for you? Like deciding to have another child and how that would go? Um, I wasn't sure when I wanted to have another one. All I knew is I wanted to feel, uh, in a good place. Yeah. Cause it took me a while to, uh, emotionally heal from Violet's birth. Right. So I to feel ready emotionally mostly. Uh, so we took a, a, our time a little bit. Um, and I'm glad we did. So when finding out you're pregnant, what thoughts, like, did you first think, like what first came to your mind? Um, 
I think I was nervous a little bit, but I was really excited. Uh, I was mostly nervous for the 20-week scan. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) There's going to be the same problem, but there wasn't. Oh, my gosh. I've been there. I've been there. Oh, that 20-week ultrasound, when you've had one that is not ideal, that next one is so nerve-wracking. I remember going in to get my 20-week ultrasound for this one that I'm pregnant with now because my last son had kidney issues, and so that was Mm – the whole day I was a wreck whole day mm-hmm. and then we found out everything looked fine and it was just like this like relief I was like I'm gonna like throw up or something this is intense yeah. <laughs> so I totally understand that that's whew, I'm so happy yay so then what so then did you feel like you could finally like plan and prepare for what you wanted or what well um Let's see, 20 weeks. We were living in Rexburg, mm-hmm. but we were planning to move to Moscow, Idaho in a few in a couple months. Okay. So I was going to be giving birth in a completely different town. Oh, wow. So I was on the journey to finding a different provider Yeah. in a town I wasn't in right now. And I really loved my midwife uh, here in Rexburg. Um, so I started searching around, and the hospitals there, um, they don't allow VBACs. So I had to, it was a bummer, (laughs) but at the same time, I was open to other options and I found a birth center. I called the midwife there and she said, um, Moscow is like five minutes from 10 minutes from Washington border. And the birth center was actually in Washington Mm. and Washington doesn't allow VBACs in birth centers either. Oh my gosh. So the midwife said, um, you can't give birth here, but I can assist you as a, at a home birth. Hmm. But there's a different home birth midwife um, that I think you should check out because she has a lot of experience with VBACs. So I contacted her, and I was feeling all sorts of emotions, afraid that what my options were going to be because they were slim. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I called her up. And I immediately just felt peace. I felt, okay, this is good. This is going to work out. Even my husband, who uh, at first didn't like the idea of a home birth, he felt really good about it, too. So all of a sudden, we were planning a home birth. <laughs> oh, my heck. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, here we are. <laughs> I, love yeah. that your, I love that your husband was, like, on board because I feel like that's a struggle for a lot of us <laughs> to get our husbands yeah. or partners yeah, he, on board. He was on board. <laughs> that's amazing oh my gosh so how was that rest of your pregnancy for you the rest of the pregnancy was really great um I was probably tired a lot because we were moving um but nothing too exciting yeah yeah pretty good pregnancy. did you have any fears or anything for a VBAC I actually didn't and I'm, I'm a person that is scared of a lot of things, <laughs> but this was something I just didn't feel scared of. I just felt good. I felt like it was just going to work out. Yeah. I don't think I started feeling anxious until about 36 weeks. <laughs> then when things started getting real, <laughs> yeah. I did feel calm and peace. That's good. What kind of like preparation work did you do? Did you do anything like you did last time? Um, I read a lot of books. I had been reading a lot of books um, between 
the two births mm-hmm. um, just because I started getting interested in it. So I was reading it for interest and for preparation. Um, I took a hypnobabies course to help prepare me for this birth. I didn't really use what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> um, not all of it. Some of it I did. Yeah. But it was still good information. Right. Okay, good. So take me to like those last couple of weeks when you're like, okay, when's this baby going to like emerge? <laughs> What's happening? Um, let's see. So he was born at 38 weeks. I think exactly 38 weeks. Okay. I was, I didn't think that he'd be coming that quite that soon. Right. The night before he came, I was feeling all sorts of aches and pains in my hips and my back and I couldn't sleep at all that night. And so I basically lived in the, or slept in the bathtub because that's where it felt best. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it wasn't until like seven in the morning, I realized I was experiencing contractions. Ah. I didn't experience them at all with my first. Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's what's happening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you like all these new <laughs> sensations. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! I called my midwife and told her what was going on, and she's she said, um, "Well, it could be prodromal labor, so um, just be prepared for it to last a long while. Um, it, I, it could possibly." And so it's like, "Okay, I can do this. I got this." But it wasn't. <sighs> I called her again the next day, and the and contractions were getting a lot closer together. So she was making her way over, and I called my doula and had her um, head over here as well. Um, and this was in the morning time, um, and uh, contractions were just were consistent. Um, I actually enjoyed them. Yeah. I didn't. I felt. I don't. They felt good. I guess <laughs> it's kind of weird to say, but I enjoyed <laughs> labor. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. I think that's such a cool. I love that. <laughs> you don't hear that very often. <laughs> Um, things weren't going super fast, so I started, um, walking the stairs to hopefully get things going. And every time I did walk the stairs, things definitely got going, Mm. but stopped walking the stairs, they slowed down a little bit. Um, and so my midwife asked if she could check me and I, I let her check me and I was like eight centimeters dilated, but the baby sitting up really high okay um so then we started doing the mile circuit routine to mm-hmm. hopefully get him in a bed yeah for birth um and my doula helped me in the first position while my husband put our first daughter our oldest to sleep mm-hmm. and then during the second position which is like a lying down position my my waters broke and then things started going a lot faster. Oh, my heck. So when you were doing this, the exaggerated Sims position where you lay on your side, that's when your water broke? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then just the contractions really picked up after that. I bet. I hopped in the shower for a little bit with my husband because I just wanted to wash off and just get the water to hit my back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then... It, I mean, I was all over the place after that, in the shower, on the birthing stool, on the floor. Um, and then finally, I made up my way onto the bed. Okay. 
And we did have a birthing pool set up, but I never used it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How funny. Um, but that's fine. Yeah. He wanted to be born on the bed. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the, the pushing phase was the hardest part for me. Mm. <laughs> um, I felt it was just different, I guess. Um, but the midwife for home births in Idaho, um, I was only allowed two hours in active pushing or they had to transfer me to the hospital. Okay. So I was like, okay, I got to get this baby out in two hours or you're less. Like, you're like, there's my motivation. <laughs> yeah. So I felt, I think I felt a little pressured um, and just wanted to get the baby out really fast. Right. But it come in an hour and a half. Oh, nice. So he came just in time. Um, and he got put immediately on my chest, which was very important to me. Yeah. Because I didn't get the old violet at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't know if it was a boy or girl at the time. So he's put on my chest and saw that it was a boy. And he's doing good. Um I think he made some grunting noises, so the the, the um, assistant midwife was checking him. But she, every while she was checking him, he was always on me. She, he was never taken away or anything I love that. like that. They even gave him a couple pr- puffs of air yeah. to help him get crying better, yeah. get breathing good. Yeah, and which is so normal. Like I feel like people mm-hmm. sometimes get really scared of that, and but that's normal. Sometimes babies just need that puff of air to open their lungs up so that they can cry because I feel like Mm -hmm. yeah and at hospitals I feel like sometimes they freak out a lot about that when it's that's that's totally normal (laughs) like that happens Mm -hmm. and midwives are good I love that yeah because like midwives are so highly trained to like combat anything Mm -hmm. that they face like that so yeah I'm glad you brought that up that's great what were those thoughts like Uh, when they put him on your chest what were like, what did you say or think or feel? I immediately said, oh, my gosh, I did it. I did it. Yay! <laughs> I was just, like, in awe for, like, a week that I did it. I bet. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I love that so much. the first high. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. It's like, I'm never coming down. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So how was that, um, the rest of that, like, because I feel like a lot of people with home births are like, oh, it's going to be messy or, um, you know, that kind of thing. So how was that? I didn't really think about any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I was in my own mindset, especially at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it was messy, but the midwives and the doula helped clean up. Right. And yeah, it was good. That's awesome. Because it's not like you have to, like, after you push this baby out, you have to go and clean up all the chucks pads and stuff. You know, your, yeah. <laughs> your, your partner, but you're, <laughs> like, the midwives and the doulas, they just, they do it. They clean up and before they leave and they make sure that, you know, like, you are okay and the baby's good and you guys are settled, you know. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So how was the, like, the healing and the breastfeeding, like, all that, the postpartum period for you? Uh, this, the breastfeeding... Um, we did the baby crawl, the breast crawl that they call yeah. the breast crawl. Yeah. He was just laid on my chest and he found my breast and started nursing. Oh my gosh. Within about after being born. An hour. Yeah. While my doula was feeding me food. <laughs> oh, I love that. 
and so that was really fun to watch um, and experience. And nursing came really easy this time around. It's just, it was much different experience. Yeah. Um, the postpartum experience just in general was very, very different. My whole mindset, I felt emotionally well. It was, it was good. That's so cool. You're like, this is, this is how I, how it should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, do you have anything else from your stories that you want to share or any like recommendations for listeners that are maybe thinking about having a VBAC? Um, I don't know. I guess be picky about your providers. Keep searching until you find someone that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, if I back with that hospital that didn't allow VBACs, then this experience would not have been the same at all. Right. <laughs> I kept digging until I found someone. I'm glad I did. Me too. I'm so glad for you because that's, I'm glad you had that experience. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So where can people find you? Like where can they contact you or if they want to look at your birth art? Um, on my Instagram page at Ember and Rain or on my website, emberandrain.com. Okay, awesome. And then I'll link those two in the show notes. And then are you a, you're a doula too, right? Not yet. Not yet? Are you I, working I, towards I, it? I am. I currently am taking a class to be a childbirth educator. Perfect. Right now. And then eventually a doula. Yay. <laughs> it's on my path. <laughs> that's amazing. Yay. I think yeah. that's, I think they go in hand in hand, just birth education and doula work. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited for you. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing that. Cause that's, I know it's going to help a lot of women and a lot of people that are just trying to figure out what they want to do, you know? And figure out all their options because, man, it's hard when you have doctors yeah. and OBs telling you, like, you can't have a VBAC or it's high risk because blah, 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 you know? Anyway, but, yeah, well, thank you so much. And I will link all of your stuff at the end. And, yeah. For having me. Wow, you guys, thank you so much for listening. What a great story of how – Birth can be unpredictable and you can't change some things, so you do have to kind of flow with it. Um, but how you can decide to take charge of your birth experience. I love how she advocated for herself and really wanted a VBAC. So she found a provider that was going to give that to her and allow her to do that. And it ended up being a home birth, which was magical for her. So I am so grateful that she came on this show and was willing to share such a vulnerable story with us. Um, because it is, it's hard and breastfeeding is hard. And wow, she tried and tried and tried for two months and was able to do it again and successfully do it for two years. Like that's amazing. And that's super, super hard to do. Um, yeah, I know I might've even given up myself, (laughs) but I am, very inspired by her. If you want to check her out, she's at Ember and Rain on Instagram or emberandrain.com. And I will link that in the description of the show notes. So you can check out her beautiful, beautiful birth art. So I cannot wait to see you guys or talk to you guys next week. And maybe we'll have a baby. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Talk soon. Bye.